0: Hello, pagans, witches, and magical friends. Welcome to the Solitary Pagan Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley, here to talk all things magical and enchanting. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about choosing your gods and goddesses. Basically, this episode will cover how to explore which deities, or higher powers, or what have you, you would like to work with, or pray to, or connect with. This is a topic that I am always interested in exploring, and it is a topic that I am still learning about and gaining insight into for myself. There are a lot of different ways to define and interpret how to find gods, goddesses, deities, or higher powers that work for you and that you feel connected with in some way. I'm using the phrase had to choose your gods but for other people they might interpret it in a way that they feel that their gods or goddesses or higher powers choose them there's no right or wrong way to experience or describe this so let's dive into some ways that you might explore for yourself to find your gods or the ways that you might let your gods find you. One thing that I would say overall regarding this topic is that the very best thing that you can do is to do research. To gain knowledge about as many gods, goddesses, pantheons, higher powers, religions as you can, even if you know that there are religions or belief systems that don't quite resonate with you, being knowledgeable about religions and belief systems from around the world can help you to be centered in what it is that you believe, while also being open-minded about the beliefs that other people have. One way that you might explore some deities to work with is through looking at geography. That is literally looking at the place where you live or the place where your ancestors are from. That can be looking at a particular country, a particular geographic region, It can be looking at the belief systems that exist in a particular place in the present, but it can also be looking at the beliefs that people had on your land hundreds of years ago or thousands of years ago. And to be able to explore and ask yourself, have the beliefs that people have on this land changed over time? Have they stayed the same? Is it a mix of both? Getting acquainted with the beliefs of the place where you are from in the present and the past can be one good way to explore. Another way that you can use geography is to simply see if there is a geographic location that you feel particularly drawn to or connected to for some reason. You don't necessarily have to be from this place or to have ancestors from that place. But maybe if you look at a map, you find that you feel really drawn to certain countries or certain continents. Maybe you're really interested in folklore and mythology from countries in Africa or countries in Asia. Maybe you find yourself feeling really drawn to certain ancient cultures, like ancient Greece. Or maybe you find yourself feeling really drawn to learning about mythology and folklore from Mexico. There's a lot of different ways that you can explore this. And I think a lot of it just starts with tuning into your own intuition. Starting with a geographic location, whether that's related to where you're from, where your ancestors are from, or simply a place that you feel drawn to or connected to, that can be a really good place to start, especially because there are so many mythologies, so many different types of folklore, and so many different belief systems that have existed around the world. It would be difficult to gain in-depth knowledge about all of it, although it is a Worthwhile life's mission if that is something that you want to spend your life studying. All of that being said, of course, I would point out to be mindful of things like cultural appropriation. If you are studying a culture that is different from your own, especially one that has a history of oppression or being mistreated it's definitely a good idea to be as respectful as possible even as you're learning about that land and that culture and those people's history so that's my first tip is looking at geography the next tip that I would offer is somewhat similar though still rather different and that is to look at different pantheons that exist in different belief systems or cultures. And basically this means looking at a certain type of religion or mythology that exists and perhaps focusing your work with deities on that particular pantheon or type of mythology. An example of this is that Greek mythology is very well known, very popular, and is regarded as one of the most complex and well-preserved types of mythology in the world. So if you find yourself feeling particularly drawn to Greek mythology, you can devote your time and energy to studying, and reading about Greek mythology, watching videos about it, hearing other people's perspectives on it, other people's interpretations. And as you learn about it, kind of seeing if there's any particular gods or goddesses that you feel drawn to within that pantheon. There are a lot of different types of mythology around the world. So again, I would definitely encourage you to expand your horizons. Maybe you're already quite familiar with Greek mythology and you can definitely stick with that if that's where your heart is, but you might also challenge yourself and say, okay, I'm familiar with Greek mythology. Are there other kinds of mythology from different parts of the world that I'm less familiar with or that I've never heard of? Maybe challenge yourself to become more familiar with one or two other kinds of mythology that exist from different parts of the world. That way, when you are figuring out which deities resonate the most with you, you'll have expanded your mind a bit, and you'll have kind of seen, you know, where are the differences and similarities between one kind of mythology and another. You might notice that there's some things that overlap, like it's very common, In various ancient cultures for there to have been gods that correlate with things like war, or harvest, or the seasons, or fertility and motherhood. And you might notice some differences between different cultures based on the geography, based on the history of the people. Those are all things that can be explored and studied. So that's one way that you can explore deities to work with is by looking at different pantheons. Another thing that you can do is you can look at your own family history and beliefs. What kind of beliefs do your parents have or your grandparents or your great-grandparents or your aunts and uncles or other members of your family? Family means different things to different people. And exploring your family history doesn't always have to mean looking at people who you are related to by blood. Maybe you have someone in your life who is an older mentor figure, or someone who you admire, who was really helpful to you when you were growing up. Maybe it's a friend, or a friend's family member, or a neighbor. It really can be anyone who you're close to. We can define family how we want. So I would say one thing you can do is looking back at family history and beliefs. Understanding where you come from, whether those beliefs are in alignment with you and your practice or not... It can be good to understand what the beliefs have been of the people who came before you. And if at all possible, it could be worth thinking about what were the beliefs of your ancestors, however far you're able to go back, depending on your culture, the country that you're from, the country that your ancestors are from, A lot of people grow up with some form of religion or spiritual belief of any kind introduced to them. Not always, but many people do. And even if those beliefs are from religious traditions that you may not not define within the umbrella of paganism it can still be worth exploring and thinking about those beliefs as well. For example, if you come from a family or a culture where many people are Christian or Muslim or Jewish or practice any kind of monotheistic religion, it can still be worth exploring and studying and interpreting those religions and any kind of religious text that goes along with them, to have an understanding of what connection to that particular deity looks like. A lot of people might grow up in a home or a church or any kind of religious environment where they're taught certain things about a particular belief or God or religion. As pagans, one thing that can be helpful, I feel, is to take a step back from the things that we've been taught, regardless of whether we agree with them or not, to take a step back and to kind of interpret things and gain a perspective that we may not have gotten a chance to gain when we were younger, and we're kind of taught to see or believe things in a certain way. For example, if you grew up in a Christian home, you may or may not still have some of those beliefs, or all of them, as an adult. But it can be worth kind of thinking, what was I taught? What kind of interpretation of this belief system Was I given in my childhood? Which parts of it do I agree with? Which parts of it don't I agree with? Which parts of it do I maybe interpret differently than the people around me? It can be worthwhile to find your own interpretation, your own voice, so that you can ultimately, especially as an adult, kind of understand what your beliefs mean to you. It can be a little bit more difficult to do that when we're growing up because in a way, in regards not just to religion, but all things, we have people telling us what to believe and what's right and what's wrong. Taking time to dissect that and understand what we believe can be a really powerful process. So how does this relate back to understanding the gods and goddesses that you want to work with as a pagan? Well, you can still be a pagan and believe in or work with one god, goddess, or deity. You can't be a pagan and be monotheistic. It doesn't have to be that you are practicing polytheism. Being monotheistic is totally fine it can be a good opportunity to understand what kind of pagan practice you want to have. There are pagans and witches who are also Christians, and I'm sure that applies to a lot of other religions as well. So it really comes down to understanding what your practice is and how you want to define it at the end of the day. And of course, you could have a family history or a cultural history where there was a practice of witchcraft. And more than likely, if you are from or have ancestors from any kind of country, you're gonna be able to trace that back to ancient cultures And for most people, that means being able to trace their ancestry back to a belief system that involved polytheism, or witchcraft, or paganism in some way. So looking at ancestors and family history is really something that applies to all of us. And if you haven't thought before about whether or not your ancestors practiced witchcraft, I would definitely recommend doing some research and seeing if you can trace the practice of witchcraft back to your culture. What country are your ancestors from? Or even if you think about the land that you live on now, if you go back hundreds or thousands of years, what did those people practice? What did those people believe? witchcraft goes all the way back to ancient Egypt. So chances are, if you are a person with an ancestry, as we all are, witchcraft can be traced back to your roots in some way. And it can be really exciting to learn specifically how that might apply to you. Granted, I haven't done research on the history of witchcraft in every culture and country, so I can't say that I'm it- for sure has been practiced everywhere, but it's definitely been practiced in a lot of places, and it's worth exploring for yourself if you can trace witchcraft back to your own ancestors. So that's my third tip, looking at family history and beliefs. Another tip I would give would be to simply look at nature and objects in nature. Working with a deity or spirit or higher power doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be a specific god, goddess, or higher power that is defined with a name and a face. You might feel connected in a more general sense to the spirit connected to the moon or the ocean, or trees, or flowers, or certain animals. You might feel a spiritual connection to things that you can actually see or experience with your five senses. For people who maybe don't feel as connected to the concept of a god, goddess, deity, or higher power that they can't see, connecting with an object in nature can be a good way to still experience a spiritual connection, to practice prayer, and to feel connected to something that's greater than yourself. This is also a fun one because you kind of get to define it and you get to choose what you feel connected to spiritually. So that's one tip I, that I would give, would be to look at nature and objects in nature. The last tip I would give is that you can work with a higher power that is completely undefined. A lot of people who don't who consider themselves spiritual do this in the sense that they might, in a more general sense, pray to their higher power, or they might pray to spirit in a more broad general sense they might pray to a god or goddess but but they don't necessarily define that god or goddess as being an extension of any existing belief system some people might simply pray to a more general higher power or they might pray to the universe as a whole this is one really simplistic minimalistic way to connect with the higher power that also doesn't require an extensive amount of research. It's something that you just kind of get to define in the moment. So those are a few different ways that you can explore connecting with your higher power, whatever that means or looks like to you. You might find that you really love learning about mythology and folklore from cultures around the world or from a particular culture and you might decide that that becomes a big part of your identity as a pagan or as a witch you might decide well i'm really into greek mythology so that's going to be a big part of my practice or you might find that you're really into norse mythology or you might find that you're really interested in certain regions of africa and the kinds of spiritual traditions that they have had over the years and over the centuries you might find that you're really interested in the yoruba tradition which i mean maybe means yeah i may be mispronouncing that um, but the point being that you may find that you're interested in cultures or belief systems or pantheons from around the world. You may find that you're really interested in connecting to your roots, knowing that if you're from a particular place or if your ancestors are from a particular place that you really want to connect with that. Or you might find that you simply want to connect with a higher power in a more general sense and that you kind of just want to sit and meditate and see what you feel connected to. There's certainly no right or wrong way to do this. The nice thing about working with gods, goddesses, deities, or any kind of higher power is that it really can add to your practice, whether you identify as a pagan or a witch or a Wiccan, which of course, there's a lot of different kinds of Wicca. There's all different ways that you might find yourself working with your higher power or higher powers and it can be really beneficial to your practice because it can allow you to work with different energies. Prayer can be a really great way to express yourself and center yourself and to give yourself space to breathe and meditate and feel connected to something greater than yourself, whether you're having a good day, whether you're going through a hard time, incorporating working with deities or your higher power, incorporating prayer into your routine. These are things that can all be really good for your spiritual practice, if those things resonate with you. I certainly find myself being continuously interested in this topic. It's something I am still exploring. I personally am one of those people who likes to explore folklore and mythology from different parts of the world. I try to learn about it from as many different cultures as I can. And it can also just be a really interesting way to learn about something that contributes to making us human. It can be a great way to learn about other cultures and people and histories. And it's a good reminder at the end of the day that regardless of anyone's beliefs, all of us are essentially wanting very similar things. For the most part, we're all wanting to find peace, We're all wanting to contribute actions and energy to the world that ultimately creates a world that's better. One of the great things about spirituality is that there really are a lot of commonalities, and it can be a good way to remember that we're all more alike than we are different. That's certainly not to say that there aren't problems in the world, because there are a plethora of problems, as you can see. All you have to do is turn on the news for five seconds. But things like this, studying mythology, figuring out what you feel connected to spiritually, I think if you're doing that, you're contributing something good to the world, just by being you and doing something positive and existing. So, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode and that you have found a few useful tidbits and nuggets of wisdom in these tips. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to the people who have listened to my very sporadically uploaded podcast episodes. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day, the rest of your weekend, and I hope that you stay magical.